Welcome to the Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, April 11th, 2014. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host, Rye Walker. We do full-time Meteor work at Differential. Uh, wearing my fancy new Differential shirt today. Oh, you are too. Look at that. Yeah. It's, it's underneath, Superman style. <laughs> the uh, Meteor Podcast is all about the news and the latest goings-on in the Meteor.js world. You can find us on iTunes uh, by searching for Meteor Podcast. Uh, go to MeteorPodcast.com or find us on Twitter.com slash Meteor Podcast. So, this week... We have we have a new mic, one new mic, two two phallic looking mics now. <laughs> kind of awkward. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the best resources is, is to become a master of Meteor, how to securely impersonate a user, how to code faster with Atom, uh, and particularly I think that's a little more geared towards JavaScript. And then uh, it's kind of a light week, so Ryan and I are just going to talk about what we've been working on as well. So. First up, uh, me. I'm going to talk about best resources to become a master of Meteor. So this list, uh, these guys kind of, I hadn't seen them before, and they started posting on Crater, and they've had like three or four posts now. Kind of crazy. Um, but they, they put together, this list was uh, best resources to become a master. A little typo there. Um, and they just have a list of, Blogs and books and YouTube channels and podcasts and where to go if you need help and just some extra other links. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really dig it. They've done a good job putting this together. It's actually pretty comprehensive. It's, I would say, more comprehensive than what is up on the Meteor.com website. They should like copy this list and paste it onto that page. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they built that list just because the community hadn't done it yet. So I'm sure they're happy to pass the torch along. <clears throat> yeah. So um Yeah, no, there's I mean there's there's good stuff in here. Um we're not biased, but you know, they do list our our book and our podcast, so it's always a good way to get us to talk about it. <laughs> yes. All right. Anyway, check it out. There there's a lot of good links in there for sure. I I actually wasn't even aware of these YouTube channels, so hmm. So even you learn something. Even I learn something. Yep. Okay. Um, next up is how to impersonate a user with Meteor. So Securely. Securely. Well, yeah. Of course, everything's secure. <laughs> um, comes down to it's really easy to, to change users in Meteor just by calling a method called setUserID on the server, and boom, you're another user. So Is that really it? That's really it. Wow. So... It's actually easier than I would have thought. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, a lot of times you, in an app, you want to be able to see what your users see, you know, once you get to a point you need to do support. Um, so I think this is just, it's just good for everybody knowing that as your app grows and you'll eventually need to build this feature and it's like 10 lines of code. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> we should we should fold this into accounts entry. Hmm. Yeah. That could be an easy feature, like you just have a flag and you set like a, you have a page where you can say impersonate user. Yeah, yeah. That, could, that could be hot. Yeah, or just a yeah. I don't know. It could be just a separate package in our boilerplate too. But 
Yeah, either way. Count Century impersonation. Yeah. Yep. So <clears throat> if you feel like impersonating, there's your link. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is actually also from the Gentle Node Gentlemen. I don't know. Maybe they're not all men. Who knows? Um, that didn't work out at all like I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> They just put this up uh, yesterday, today, I'm clicking on it. Um, but they they run through all the packages that they're using uh, with Atom. And uh, Atom.io, I believe, is the website where you can go get the Atom editor. Um, but they've, they've got some really good ones in here. Um, open in GitHub, select line... Trailing spaces. That's always a good one. I hate when jerks check in trailing spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, underscore snippets. Uh, looks like a co- collection of JavaScript. Um, I, it, yeah, I guess commands and snippets. Uh, they've got a little JS to coffee converter, which is kind of awesome. Coffee lint. Uh, they've got the JS hint package, which I think does lint type stuff. Um Anyway, it is definitely worth checking out because they've got like other things like npm docs and uh apparently it's got an IRC client that you can pop in there. Spotify integration. I didn't even realize they hadn't gotten this far with it. Well, I mean, I guess the community's been busy, right? Yeah. Um just it's easy to hack Atom, so it's people are excited for that. I'm using it, but I've done nothing. I've I literally just use that as if it's Vim and it's a, like a it's a shitty vim really you know um but i like the idea of it um and uh, i'll have to try some of these i literally haven't impl- i haven't installed anything do you you use caffeine right yes what's, no what's caffeine oh no apparently I guess not, not. No. you use something to like change your screen right to change like the color of it yeah yeah uh what's that called um flux mm, flux okay yeah i think caffeine does something similar perhaps um but the, yeah no they've got like some some good uh, themes listed here at the end as well, so hmm. worth checking out. And I, you know, I, once I was there, I actually started clicking around on their blog. They've got like five or six posts kind of geared towards Meteor. And one of the other ones I noticed was um, uh, how to build a complete registration system. And you know, I'll just I'll take it as a a, a small oversight on their part that they went and did this, but. <laughs> You know, we we have a package called Account Century. Hey, maybe they don't like maybe they don't like CoffeeScript. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not sure that's true because they they talk about having all those CoffeeScript plugins. Hmm. But uh, well, anyway, you know, um, I, I definitely you know click around on their blog. It's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, use Account Entry. Give it all your stars. We have a competition here. If you don't know it, <laughs> I wanna I wanna be the the best package in our open source repos. Anyway, uh, so this week, what? Uh, What's up with their homepage? That's weird. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was wondering, like, I'm like, who are these gentle node guys? I don't check them out, and their homepage is the, their sparse. blog yeah. looks much much better than their. Update your homepage, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we doing next? Are we going to talk about our projects? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, want to go first? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it'd be cool if we just kind of talk about the work we're doing and, you know, problems we're having or things we've learned throughout the week. Um, I know you're spending a lot of time in the testing space. Um, I'm spending a lot of time in building an app. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we, we've, uh, 
been uh, the thing I wanted to talk about real quick was last night I was spending time. I had a a a, a use. So I wanted to basically build an iterator, like, like a each with index uh, type thing. But mm-hmm. I actually wanted to get what I was trying to do is I wanted to get the each with the previous node. So. Oh yeah, which is kind of really weird and hard. Yeah, and and I realized, okay, well, that's actually my code that I have for that is, is in is like a handlebars register helper, right? And so that's gone now in Blaze. So now it's UI something, um, something, 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 and like the signature for registering a helper is different. Like now you got to pass a function to it, and I, I started diving down into that part of. I think it's the part of Meteor that no one wants, no one from MDG wants us to look at yet because it's not ready yet it's the component stuff mm. like they've basically did you look at any of our packages i didn't see anywhere we had re- replicated that in blaze yet i looked in fantasy hub and stuff yeah but um no so but the the thing i wanted to just say was like it's just interesting like there's this whole component system i think i don't think that they feel like it's ready for prime time or else they would have talked about it more but it's in there you know and in fact like for us to get dive deep into um like i literally saw it looks like um you know, right now in templates, we say like templates.events or this and templates.helpers or that. Like all that stuff's marked off as deprecated. You know, I'm like, wow, what's, how are we going to do this stuff in the future? So I think there's still some big changes coming in Meteor with components someday. But, uh, and maybe it's not the time. I don't know. Have you dug down into that level yet? I haven't. You know, now that you say it, I realize like all the packages we upgraded, we changed the, from the register helper syntax, which was inserting the templates to actually just calling the templates themselves, mm-hmm. because now you can pass the data right on the on the command line, so you can give it like the options hash or whatever. So that actually seems a little bit cleaner. Yeah, I think to me, I think what they've done is cleaner for sure, and it's definitely, um, you know, I think it's better from a computer science standpoint and all those kinds of things. But it'll be different. It'll be a big change. But I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they didn't. They didn't. Um, they figured out a way to get Blaze out without exposing that to everybody. Um, you know, it's going to be a second round of of updating your website, though, if you want to eventually move to components. I guess. Yeah. So this this was for assistant, you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, my use case was I, I was literally iterating over events, and I needed to have like a header between for each day. So like, let's say you have five events for today. I wanted it for for it to say uh, like April seventh, and then the five things from April seventh, then the next April eighth. So you need to see the previous one to see if it was a different day. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then pop the header in. Wait till you see how what I did. It's nasty and gnarly. I actually, yeah. I, I look forward to. I was actually thinking of popping that over to someone at MDG and say, this is horrible. How do I make this the right way <laughs> using Blaze? So we'll see. You know what I what I always do like when I need to know like how they do stuff, I go look at their packages and mm-hmm. try to think of one that's like doing something similar. Yeah, I couldn't find a single example of someone trying to do this in Meteor yet on the internet. You know, where they're trying to see. Well, the one of their packages has to do it. Yeah, maybe. We should search. We'll, we'll find it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll report back if we find that. Yeah. That, so that was my like late night excursion uh, <laughs> <laughs> into the depths of it. And I was, so I'm in there trying to like figure out, like, oh, maybe I'm going to turn this into a component and, you know, quickly gave up on that. As yeah. As I realized my knowledge was too lacking. Mm. <laughs> yeah. My, you know, I fell down a similar rabbit hole last night, yesterday and last night. I, um, I mean, so I finished the tiny test chapter, which uh, was pretty concise and easy to write. And, you know, I mean, it comes from the the media development group. You know, I joked on the um, 
on the testing meetup that we did that it was a ghetto. But now, like going and looking at other ones, I realize like it's actually good because <laughs> it's well integrated. <laughs> and so like I started to, uh, you know, I don't know if Sam listens to this, but I, I started to go down the RTD rabbit hole and like my mind just immediately bulks at the idea of completely changing my app structure to accommodate, you know, tests in a separate top level folder and the app in another separate top level folder. Hmm. It just seems like we could we could do better there. Um and, and in all honesty, like it's not it's not a meteor package, right? It's it's I don't know, it's using grunt and uh I think it's it's not even a full on I mean it's a node module, but I don't even think you can't just say like npm install RTD. Actually, he has you like submodule it and clone it, and then do like a build hmm. on the node module. Um, so I didn't, I, you know, at that point, like I got a little frustrated and just stopped and started working on trying to get cucumber.js. It's such a hard problem to work. Yeah, yeah. And that wasn't super awesome either. Like, I understand now why. Sam and Aeronota made some of the choices that they did and it sucks. And I wish we had better options available to us from MDG. Like we, we there's no way to register a binary as part of a smart package at all. Yeah. And, uh, there's no, so I mean, that's why you have to NPM install meteorite and you have to NPM install Leica and those kinds of things because node has this notion of sent, shipping binary scripts along, but, but Meteor does not, hmm. which sucks. Is that, is that in the um, on the Trello board for Meteor? Have you? I have no idea. I didn't even go look, but hmm. it would be super nice. I mean, you look at Rails and like you can register commands, right? So they've got the whole Rails command, and then you can register plugins for it now. Like that—that's what we need. Yeah, um, that would be super ideal because then we could register like kicking off. Like I actually had. Cucumber working to a point where when you started um, started the Meteor app, it would, it would actually kick off a second Meteor app, and then I was going to use Phantom JS and like wrap the links and have it start hitting that. And I think that may still be the way I go, um, but maybe it'll be like Cucumber Meteor or something like that. Hmm. What's a space cucumber? Yeah, I mean, I tried, I tried the same thing. I, I like, I really want Cucumber, so I tried to just do Cucumber without anybody else's help. And came to a roadblock pretty fast yeah. and, and realized, like, oh, I'm just going to go use RTD's version of it because at least he's got it working, you know? Yeah. But uh, then, I mean, you know, again, you have to, like, change the entire structure of your app. And I I don't know. Like, that to me, that makes deploying harder, right? Because then we have to, like, we're, we're going to have to have a sub-moduled Git repo that pulls it in to run the tests. And then, like, I don't know. It just seems really weird to me. Yeah, I don't see anywhere. I'm looking at the uh, roadmap, media roadmap. I don't see anything about binaries anywhere. So yeah, they're probably know. not even thinking about it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I can't blame them. I mean, there's probably what ten use cases that people are going to care about this, but right. this is definitely one of them. Like writing a testing framework. Yeah. Well, keep working on it. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, the big update is though that we've uh, we've pretty much finished two chapters. We have the Git repo up there. We have everybody has access to it now. 
that uh, pre-ordered the book and they're able to follow along. I've actually had one guy submitted some code snippets that he wanted to see in the book. Uh, we had another person then comment on those code snippets and yeah. say they were wrong. Uh, we had another guy comment like, hey, you know, this isn't building. You should fix this. So it's it's actually kind of nice to like have people actively following along and submitting feedback like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like building software. You want to get fee- as early feedback as you can. You want to fix the bug as close to when you created the bug, right? So right. If you have bad code in there, you want to hear about it soon. So. Yeah, but it's crazy because like when you're building software, your clients aren't in the GitHub repo reporting the issues to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that is a benefit of this audience. Isn't yes, it? yes, yes, it um, is. Well, yeah, I think that that's that's cool. I mean, it's uh, the uh, really can't wait to read the book, Josh. So let's get, <laughs> let's get the sucker done. <laughs> You're uh, supposed to help write it. I know, I know. I'll, I'll pick it up here soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that. Um, yeah, I think with assistant, you know, we're we're getting we're getting. Uh, yeah, it's just so crazy. Like software is never done, right? Nope. Um, so we just we just spent a whole bunch of time like revamping a view today, um, which which puts me back to the point where I feel less confident about it because of how much I changed. You know, mm. like, again, tests would be nice for yes. all this. Uh, yes. So uh, this is all this is a recurring theme here. I'm I'm, I'm coming to your rescue today. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. What else do you have? Any, that was it. That was it. Do we have any sponsors or anything? Oh, sponsors! Yeah. <laughs> Don't tune out right now. We've got SendGrid.com. They're the best email delivery system in the world. Yeah. No, I just made that up. They're, they're pretty damn good, though. I'll yeah, say that. Yes. Um, I think they send like a trillion emails a day. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And they, you know, they eat Heartbleed for lunch. No, they, <laughs> those guys really are awesome, though. Like, if you're if you're sending out email, I would definitely check them out. They've been around for. A long time, and um, you know, I've met some of them personally. They do a great job, like <clears throat> on their in their app, and then on their website, they have guides and whatnot that help you with email deliverability, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, and it doesn't take you very far into building your app before you realize how important email deliverability is. Like, it literally um, can make or break your app. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Engagement is super important. Mm-hmm. So check out sendgrid.com. Yeah. The next one is MongoHQ.com for all your Mongo production needs, which if you're listening to this podcast, that should be all you need. Mongo database (laughs) at MongoHQ.com. And I still got to say, like, you know, I'm going to talk to Charlie, I guess, oops, eight minutes ago, we were supposed to talk. Um, <laughs> you are late for a meeting. <laughs> I am late for a meeting. Uh, we were going to talk about the uh, an app we were building for Modulus. And then, um, you know, uh, the thing I'm going to point out to him is the fact that we had to move to Mongo HQ to really get the great performance we needed. And, you know, it took us, like we said on the last show, it took us five minutes Moved over to Mongo HQ. We're paying them eighteen bucks a month, and we got like ten x the performance. Like literally ten x the performance. We went from twenty two seconds to like two seconds. Oplog. Yeah. Thanks. Well, and Oplog was like mind blowing after we saw it in action. Thanks for Oplog. Mongo, yes. HQ. <laughs> <laughs> and Media Development Group. Yes. All right, everybody, let's go. I'm All late right. for a meeting. All right, bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>